blast off. Hello, my darling. Hey, sweetie. Hey, sweetie. Welcome to number two, episode number two of 2023. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, just wanted to say uh, thank you for those who listened, uh, who've continued to listen and stuck around while we were gone. Mm-hmm. And to anybody new, welcome. Glad you're here. Yeah. I got, we got so many nice messages after that podcast so we did very surprising thank you um yes thank you and i love it when they're like oh his words they're so meaningful and i'm like i'm an idiot (laughs) but i appreciate you and i appreciate that but you know uh it's great to hear it's great to hear um um the praise the the nice words and it really motivates us and it motivates to pick up the mics again yeah 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 Yeah, so i i wanted to talk a little bit um oh first i want to also thank all the the gofundme support that we've been receiving recently Mm -hmm. um and in one place that i honestly was very surprised which was my alma mater um my high school a f- uh, a really close friend of ours uh Chris shout out to Chris um had uh, sent a message to my alumni class chat and about the GoFundMe in our situation which which uh which wasn't um which was something that I was on the fence about just like you were on the fence about with just like how we were on the fence about the whole GoFundMe in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one way to get over that hump is just to get over that hump yeah. and do it. And he had sent a wonderful, beautiful message and the response was quite, um, quite surprising. Mm. And I just want to say, cause I don't, um, I don't talk in, I don't talk in many chats at all, period. Cause I'm not on my phone, uh, as much as I was before, but I just want to say thank you again, continue saying thank you and just am so, mm-hmm. uh, humbled and, and, and grateful yeah. for for the support that we get yeah from that and from others uh, who support us in other ways yeah so thank you Um, yeah i'd love to jump on that and say the same for my alma mater similar story because i (laughs) yes i've had a lot of a lot of a lot of life growth lessons through receiving and this gofundme and seeing people show up in beautiful ways and my friend Jessica, my dear, dear friend from many, 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 many moons ago. I love you, Jessica. She reached out and said, um, hey, I'd love to share it. She literally was like, I know this is going to be a, a stretch for you because of I know how you feel about this stuff. And you know what? At the time when she asked me, this was around Thanksgiving time. She's like, I think this is a beautiful time to share it. And um, the response was, equally beautiful I feel like I rekindled certain connections with people that I would not have expected um 
I had somebody, and this wasn't even through that message that Jessica sent, but somebody I went to school with, and we were, you know, we knew each other, respected each other, liked each other well enough, but weren't really friends. And she actually saw one of our vlogs. She was served one of our vlogs on YouTube. And first she was like, oh my God, I know this girl. And so surprised. And she saw it and she just sent me an email and was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me. I'm like, of course I remember you. Um, And we've been texting and she's been just, you know, sharing and uh, supporting. And it's, it's really, really, really beautiful. So yes. Yeah. A million times. Thank you. I don't think it'll ever get old. I don't think we'll ever get jaded about this. Uh, no, no, never. I don't think that's the kind of in any moment. We are no, we're just like wow and wow and shocked wow and just, and just grateful and thankful yeah. for for the support. Yeah, and yeah. and one of the things I want to share also um, is that through the support we get, it obviously helps me continue to give the focus and care and us be together as a family the way we want to, and one of the side benefits is I can also contribute to other ALS caregivers, which I've been doing and feeling a little more energy around that, which for me feels really beautiful, doing things like offering um, meditation spaces in for groups of ALS caregivers. I've done that a couple times just because, and it feels incredible to connect in that way with them. I'm also getting involved with more things having to do with ALS advocacy, which I've been wanting to do for a while. And it's a it's an interesting dynamic because on the one hand, like we're, because we're living it every day, sometimes it's like, oh, I just, you know, having more of that in your life feels kind of, it sometimes feels overwhelming. I'll just be honest. And sometimes I may not have the bandwidth for it emotionally. But when I do, and I do right now, and a lot of that is because of the support we get, then I can pass along that level, that, you know, that love goes to other people. And so it ripples out into other spaces and um, it feels really good to like radiate that out. You know, yeah. it's like, so waves of gratitude. Thank you. So my darling, I know you had some, some, some things in your, in your mind to share. Yeah. So there's been some of the things I've been thinking about recently. Um, one of your friends, Natalie, had to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> is that she's been wondering what happened to that third trip. I'm sorry, second trip. Funny how to, you said third. Hmm. Well, it's <laughs> a different type of trip, I guess. <laughs> it was a, th- it was a it, trip within a trip. A trip within a trip. Our second trip to Mexico. And we had done, if you've been listening to Do you want to something the, for your neck, by the way? To uh, lift your head up? Yeah. Yeah. Keep talking. Yeah. Um... In the third trip, it's, uh, I mean, sorry, if you were listening in the past, um, when we first started discussing, that works? um, yeah, it's a little too much. Sorry guys, we're getting myself adjusted. This little box, or, or lay me back, yeah. No, it's just, it's <laughs> <laughs> that's just weird. <laughs> we're having technical difficulties in my no, neck right now. It's okay. Anyways, I'm going to try to talk through this. Um, we we had first started discussing our, our different trips with plant medicine. We talked about our 
our experience with ayahuasca. We talked about our experience, with our first experience with peyote. Uh, we talked about uh, rapé. We talked about um, cambo. Cambo. We talked about psilocybin. We've talked about what else? We haven't talked about San Pedro. So, oh, so, well, we haven't talked about mm -hmm. San Pedro, but we've gone through those things. Um, but the third trip of Mexico, a second trip of Mexico, I keep saying third trip. Um, the main thing from it was actually not the actual plant medicine. It what what I found what I found most interesting, or most um, wh where there was the most growth for me. And as I step back after so many months from it, I think my perspective has either changed or just, I don't know, just look, look at it. You look at it different. When you look at something, you know, 100 feet away versus 10,000 feet away, it's a little bit different perspective, mm -hmm. literally and figuratively. Mm -hmm. um, so... Um, yeah, so I think the biggest part of that journey, that trip, was the journey to reach the Wixaricas, which were the Native Americans there. That Native Mexicans. Native. Well. Central America. Native, Native Americans, Americans. You're right. You're right. Um. Of um, in the Sierra Mountains, basically of Mexico. This was a 19-hour drive. From Mexico City. This was a. At times a dangerous drive. Let's just be honest. Um, just to keep it simple. Mm -hmm. And. During the drive. All I could think about was just getting there. Just getting there. When in fact as we learned. As we were, as we, uh, when we finally got there, that the journey itself was probably the most important thing out of the trip, I think, mm. in some ways. It stretched us in ways we had never been stretched at the, at the time. Mm -hmm. It put us in very uncomfortable and, and scary positions mm -hmm. that we haven't been at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were able to persevere and we we're able to look at the positive through our son because he was with us and he just had a perspective of like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Like just yeah, the ignorance of youth, I guess, or or wisdom of youth. or wisdom of youth <laughs> or the way you can look at it, you know, not because as we grow up, sweating. we get more fearful and yeah, yeah. not sweating. I don't want to say the small stuff because it wasn't anything small about mm -hmm. it, but not sweating the things that really once you get past mm -hmm. you're past so why are you why are you still harping on it or mm -hmm. why are you still mm -hmm. moaning and groaning about that shit and so the reason why my perspective has changed is because of my physical change in those months since that trip mm. so i see correlation with the struggles that we had to get there with the struggles that I'm having 
now. Mm. And I remember just thinking, um, like, oh my God, the day that I can't walk or the day that I can't speak or the day that I can't move anything in my body or my fingers or, or whatever. Like, what I, I, I look at those days. I look at those moments and or those that that time of coming and I'm like and there's fear. And I remember something that Chris Beckett said when we had interviewed him. Mm-hmm. Um shout out to Taylor and Chris. Yes. And he is one of those things that he, you know, I think it was a you, you don't really you know, when you're in the moment that's what you're mm-hmm. you're in the moment and you find yeah. You 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 deal with what it is and it ends up being not as bad as yeah. what you anticipated. Yeah, we were talking about that the anticipation of the an- that that's moment what I meant. Yeah. being more scary, painful, being more scary, painful, difficult, overwhelming, impossible, whatever you want And then when it. it comes it's like we're here. We're here. We're handling it. Move on. Moving so, moving, yeah. And that's why I mm-hmm. said that I find correlation between the journey because yeah. of the fear of this. Oh, it's 19 hours. Oh, the roads are bad. Oh, there's it's it could be dangerous yeah. whatever the case yeah but when you're experiencing it and when you're going through it it's almost like once you go through it you're like oh we did that it's yeah. not that bad it's not that difficult we can do this yeah i've already experienced some things of where you have gone when you went to london for a week and i was with my parents and my and my sister and brother-in-law had to assist me um and i was i had i had and and i had fear of that those moments and once you were gone i had to experience them yeah and they weren't as bad Mm -hmm. and as what i thought it was we have this the going back to what i said about the fear of the unknown But the thing is, once you realize, once you walk into those dark areas of your life, those areas that are, they have like a, a, they have casted a shadow that you've placed on because you don't want to go there. It's a lot scarier until you walk in there and realize, oh, it's just another room. It's just another segment, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not as bad. So, once we ex- going back, bring it back to the trip because I know now he's gonna be like, "That's not enough." <laughs> once we got there and we were like, almost took a breath for a moment. Yeah. It was. It, it was. Uh, it was like okay, and like this is not too bad. We can handle whatever comes to us next because. There was a lot more that was going to come to us that we didn't realize. Yeah. Um. So we that was it that night or the uh, the night the next night when did it start? No, we started that night. That's right. Okay, so that night we started the. What would you call that? 
it's a festival festival for them it's a festival that has all these layers of rituals it's a celebration and it's all these layers of ritual and festival um and ceremony yes over three days and within that the reason why they invited us was within that scope of the festival they were opening basically a like a healing space for us yes to address specific some specific things for us right so it was like we were like uh it felt like we were kind of the yolk of this egg around us like enveloped in the energy of all these yeah um the the wirarika the the men the shaman who are called maracames the women the children in this beautiful space um very very profound so it was like layers and layers of what they were doing to celebrate which is part of their tradition the reasons we were there all the multiple layers of also the other people that were there with us that came to essentially do this pilgrimage which is what it felt like yeah it did feel like that. the group we were with um and to be disconnected from reality it was it was like being completely unplugged from everything we know physically mentally emotionally like literally unplugged you know i i i wouldn't say disconnected from reality i think i think i if didn't anything, say reality though you did. for me i said from everything we know you said reality no i said reality Yes, and there's Rewind a the tape. yeah. <laughs> now we can, and then you're gonna be like, okay, okay, no, that's fine. But I mean, my my perspective. I'm, right. I I want to hear yours. Well, what I'm saying is, that if anything, it connected us to true reality, mm. not the bullshit that we hear all day about this person, amen, this superstar did this, or this person did this, or yeah, or all the crap that we get fed every day, yeah, and. It really connected us to what's important and what was important is 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 building real um connections with human beings um being reconnected to to earth and and to um all the resources it provides like the animals that were mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. it's a it's a hard reset. Yeah. It puts things in perspective. Yeah. And then the medicine, which uh, peyote is a more an external medicine. And what I mean by that is that you're more connected to your surroundings while ayahuasca, you look from within. Mm-hmm. It's more of an introvert, not an introvert. It's more of an introspective, right? Is that the word I'm going to look for? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's much more... Um, it's more hallucinogenic so yeah but no but the thing is you're looking from it from within peyote is is taking in your environment around you Mm -hmm. so peyote is a much more of a medicine that is done uh with a group Mm -hmm. and even though of course ayahuasca is too but yeah but you're, you're it's a group experience, it's a group, more of a it's group. It's more of a group. It's yeah, experience. it's it's yours within a group where ayahuasca is your own individual experience. Yeah. Exactly. You're not interacting with anybody. You're not. You're not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, and you shouldn't with ayahuasca. Yeah. It should be for you. Yeah. Um, and so that was I felt the the most important thing about it 
was that when we took the medicine, it was a lot harder than the first time we took it. Mm-hmm. At least for me. No, but for you too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because it was a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up being a marathon. And what I mean is this thing lasted, what, two three days, days, three days? Mm-hmm. We only lasted ourselves like two and a half days, I think, because they kept going that last night, remember? Mm-hmm. And and uh, even the Maracame was like, you guys need to relax. Yeah. Um, because the, the, the ceremony and the festival continues for almost 72 hours. Yeah. And part of the ritual is that everybody is meant to stay awake and active and participating except yes. for certain periods where they rest. It's just exactly. how it is. Yeah. And, um, but for us, the Maracame, I remember him looking at me a few times when we were like in it and saying, you guys need to rest. Like, ustedes necesitan dormir, dormir mucho, you know, because we were, because the, the depth of what we were moving through and... Um, yeah clearing out and kind of it was it was like a it was like a hard reset it was it was it was like when your computer you know you want to like clear it out and reset it from scratch and you just you know hard boot and it starts like brewer goes down and then eventually it's like okay it starts booting up again that's at least how I felt and when I was in it in it in it in it um I think part of what helped as well is, which was part of like the grand design of this from a higher spirit perspective is we were so exhausted by the time we got there because of Mm -hmm. all the challenges you mentioned from before of just getting there yeah, and the intensity of it. It's like this, like, oh, and the fear and the, the massive unknown. And yet one foot in front of the other, we kept going and here we are. It's like, okay, we're here. And then all of a sudden you're just, it's like your belief becomes suspended because what everything we experienced was so out of the, our ordinary, so deeply magical, so deeply raw and like you said, real in like the real sense of what it means to be with other humans without all the BS stuff around and it was very, you know, the, the circumstances were raw. Like there's no bathrooms. You're sleeping on the ground. You know, you're peeing and pooping basically in a corner here, corner yeah. there. Um, it's, what, it's just what is done. And we're, you know, sharing everything that the very little that the Wirarica have because they have very, very few resources. Yeah. They're sharing it with everybody. And exactly. you're, and you're, it's just, and the smiles the smiles of all of these people that are living in circumstances that for them are completely normal. And here come these outsiders with all of our like stuff. And yeah, yeah. they were just, it was just, there wasn't a frown, <laughs> just this p- sense of peace, kids playing all over the place, kids taking care of each other, the little ones, the big ones. Um, and, and I want to, before people freak out, but what about Skylar? He was fine. He was watched over. Mm-hmm. He was taken care of. Um, uh, and also, he was there with us. Mm-hmm. And we were with him. So, yeah, were the moments that we were, that were much more intense for us and we were going through stuff, we were supported. Yes, we were very supported. We were there with an incredible group of people 
that were really taking very good care of us. And and that was hard too. That was very hard for us. We wanted to see him. We wanted super to hard. Sure. And and they, another like big surrender. Another big surrender. And you know, and he was, and he was great. He was doing fine. He loved the trip. He got to, and I'm glad he came with us. Um, he got to experience what what other people in the world experience on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. He got to learn a, a different culture. Mm-hmm. He got to experience that firsthand. Yeah, which is something that I don't think anybody can ever. Um, you know, you can you can you can make somebody. You can tell somebody about a different culture and you can watch a documentary about something. But when you experience it, mm-hmm. that stuff is, is is written in your head. I oh, think. it's he was recalibrated just as much as we were. Yeah. No, I mean, if you ask him now, is he going to be like, I want this or whatever? <laughs> yeah, probably. But I think when he's older, he's going to remember. He's going to be like, I can't believe I did that. and remember Yeah, that. yeah. Now, in my experience of Skylar from the moment we got there to Mexico and yeah. then when we, you know, he first met all these people that you and I had already met, right? Yeah. But for him, everybody was new. My experience of our five-year-old son at the time is that he just like blossomed in this whole new way. He opened up. He was so, there was this confidence about him, this sense of you know wanting it's to so meet true. and be with people that he'd never met before he felt so comfortable with these and these are all beautiful just beautiful human beings so it makes sense he felt so comfortable with them he felt so adventurous um and then we get to this very rustic place where there's nothing that he knows and yet there was everything was like he was just playing around like and it was just so incredible to see chasing chickens, chasing chickens, <laughs> no complaints. You know, we had this whole funny conversation about, you know, when he had to go poop for the first time and like, no, we're going to go poop like there behind that structure over there and those trees. And yep. mommy's going to make a little hole here and you're going to poop and then I'm going to cover it up with a stone. And he's yep. like, <gasps> and at first he had, he was like, no, like I'll, I'll hold it. And I was like, well, you let me know, but this is how we're going to do it and making it exciting right like um this is an adventure and then he did it and he felt so proud that he had pooped in the wild that was the other thing too of the sense of like where we were like oh i can't do any of that you'd be surprised what the human body can do even in the conditions that i was in that my son was in that you were in yes we figured out a way oh for sure at this point i was using a walker and for longer distances i would use a wheelchair but I didn't have a wheelchair here. Mm-hmm. So I was just using the walker or the support of the team of the group that came yeah. with us. And we made it work. Yeah. And I was there. And then when we were, when we got back, when we, uh, you know, also, we had to drive back. Like, that's another part <laughs> about it. Another 19 hours back. And this time it was a straight shot. So we left at like five in the morning. Mm-hmm through some tumultuous and dangerous areas and got back at 1 a.m. to Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I think it was around 1 mm-hmm. a.m., maybe a yeah. little later. And was it the next day that we went to... Um, no, we rested we for rested a, a day, or, day two. or two. And then... But then we went we to... We went to the pyramids. We went 
No, before that, we went to Guadalupe, the... The... Yes. Or yes. was that like the last... No, 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 no. <sighs> no, yeah, we went to the... To La Señora de Guadalupe. And yes. then after that, the same day. Which, if you've been to Mexico City um, and you go there, mm -hmm. it's quite uh, quite the amount of stairs to climb up. Yeah. And uh, which we later found out that they did have a ramp on the other side. Mm -hmm. We did have an old beat up, I'm literally saying beat up wheelchair that I could use. But we didn't know about the ramp on the other mm -hmm. side. And I walked up all those stairs mm -hmm. i even have video of it that these guys mm -hmm. helped me and they helped me and oh, I was yeah like, i'm yeah. doing this because i was so um i felt so uh empowered from the trip mm -hmm. i'm like if we did this 19 hour thing got there spent 72 hours straight awake you know going through fa um dancing fast um ritual all this stuff yeah i can climb a couple stairs it's a lot of stairs but i didn't <laughs> we did have a little peyote a in the morning stairs, too yes but which always gives you a, an energy boost and that's what it did it was one of those things that's what peyote for me is mm -hmm. is like an, aw an awakening of showing you what you're true when you think you can't do something mm -hmm. yeah actually you can go a little more yeah um and i think that's what kind of peyote d does for me in a sense it makes me feel like i can go more yeah and at the time that's when i i think that was important for me to experience yeah so you know we went up there to the guadalupe got to see that and to give thanks mm -hmm. um because she's a very mm -hmm. you know even from from i mean catholics to the native americans to mm -hmm. yeah. whoever she is a powerful person of of uh what would you say of i mean she's this powerful like mother figure and yeah, there we go That's yeah right. yeah and um you know what's also beautiful is she's continues to watch over us i feel her all the time the day they broke ground in our the home renovations oh, was yeah. El Dia de la, la Señora de Guadalupe, yeah. December 12th. 12-12-22 was the, the first day they began the house. Yeah. And I remember that morning, I have a, just a regular little candle we have here that I light up ceremoniously, right? Yeah. And I told you, we were yeah. in the bathroom, and I said, we're lighting this candle for La Señora de Guadalupe. Yeah. To thank her for her blessings and to, you know, remember her today. And we were excited that day because the renovations were happening and I had not tied the two and two together until the following day. And I get just chills thinking about it because it felt incredibly significant. And it speaks to the weaving together of all of these different um, spiritual symbols and things that we've explored from last year into this year mm -hmm. and how our sense of you know, spirituality is so much more far-reaching than the doctrines we grew up with, right? And they've, like, expanded. Yeah. And it includes it and expands it and just gives it a whole new dimension. And it feels really good also to be raising Skylar up with that that yeah. sense, that, that, you know, perspective. 
um, yeah. as he update. forms his own. Mm-hmm. Quick update on the house. It's been progressing really fast. It's been wonderful. Yeah. Um, and we're so appreciative of that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and can't wait to the day we get to. Um, to be in it, which yeah. hopefully is very, very soon. Very soon. So the trip was life changing. Yeah. I think like you said earlier about Skylar, we all went through things that you can, can never be un, un like taken away from us. Yeah. Like they're, they're deeply embedded in our cellular memory and our souls and it's uh it showed us how far we could go and still and i think forever we will be remembering those moments and when we come into hard times it's like we did that we did that we did that and we'll tell each other like Jules and i were like vocally sometimes we have to get through really really tough moments and either he'll be like listen we got through that we can do this and i was like yes or i'll remind him we got through that. We can do this. And uh, you're you're still climbing those stairs in other ways. You can you every day you climb those metaphorical stairs. Oh, yeah. And you sure. do it with such power and strength and um softness and grace and all the things and also anger and humor and <laughs> Yeah. Sass. We got a sassy one here, Whoa. ladies and gentlemen. But I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm good. Um, so. But yeah. I wouldn't be able to do these things if it wasn't for you either. So without your support, um, I'm rudderless. So. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So Natalie and to others. Yeah. I hope that satisfies <laughs> your Natalie won't be satisfied. No, of course she I'm gonna won't. get a she's I'm gonna get a WhatsApp from her after she listens to this she's and she's like, so So uh-huh. <laughs> what else? Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff from that trip also that just will remain very sacred to yeah, you I and think, I. I think that's the thing too, is that that's another thing is which we've discussed before mm-hmm. is that we can't it's not fair to sit here and be like, this is what you're going to experience when you go on peyote or ayahuasca or this or that. Mm-hmm. We can't do that because it's not fair and it's everybody's experience is their own experience. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, what we can't, but what we can do say is you make it what you want out of it. Mm-hmm. I hate hearing because I watch and listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. And this has been something of a, this has been the, the what's hot. It's been a hot topic in the consciousness year or two about comedians and and in sports as well. And in sports too, like with, uh, with Aaron Rodgers and stuff, but doing Mm -hmm. ayahuasca or doing peyote or not so much peyote, but more specific ayahuasca or psilocybin. And it's like, oh, yeah, but have you had a bad trip? Oh, yeah, I've had that. There are no, I, I am a 100%, I am a firm believer there are no bad trips. Having said that, if you go into it, putting this mind, and I've said this before on this podcast, it, it's all in the way you go into these things. Mm-hmm. If your mindset isn't the um, hypothetical, um, the 
theoretical bu- uh, gutter, you're going to have a shitty experience. Mm-hmm. If you're going, if you're expecting something out of it, you're going to be let down. You, like, if, if, you know, oh, I expect this to happen or I've researched this and I, no. You got to go in it with a clear mind, uh, with, with intentions, mm-hmm. healthy intentions. And uh, even if the, the moments that you experience are either difficult or hard or tough, it's what you needed to see. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So it's not a bad trip. Mm-hmm. You, even if it's difficult, it's, because it, it's probably because that's what you needed to experience. You have to flip it. Yep. Because I, I, think, I think we're both... Uh, would agree is that when when people tell you you know you're a bit of a dick and this and that or you're a little lazy on this and that and they're being honest and they're not trying to be an ass they're just trying to be helpful like this is what you are portraying this is what you are sending out this is what we are receiving Mm -hmm. um we get defensive Mm -hmm. we don't like hearing that we put up the blocks Mm -hmm. well in particular with ayahuasca she doesn't give a fuck mm-hmm. and you're going to keep putting those blocks and you're going to realize well this is you're going to think oh this is a bad trip because it's it's just i'm seeing all the things that i hate yeah. about myself but i don't want to confront them mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you gotta you gotta flip that script on you she loves you enough to show you the truth yeah and sometimes the truth is hard to swallow mm-hmm. so got a little right yeah. there but it's okay <laughs> but uh but yeah and then after that we a couple months later we ended up doing ayahuasca again mm-hmm. and we did uh san pedro yeah which uh we can discuss at a later date <laughs> another natalie. cliffhanger for natalie yeah yes yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it again. yeah I have a, I've had a picture in my mind. I have, there's one picture of the three of us in Mexico. Yeah. Towards the end of the trip. And, uh, no, in, um, in uh, Sierra Madre. Oh, okay. Um, the three of us are there and it's literally like the last, uh, well, we were supposed to leave the evening and then this crazy storm just yeah. blew in it was one of those like things that you're just like looking up at the sky like and wow like, there's a reason the why sky is, is talking yes and it's telling us you're not it you was this yet. thunderous very quick moving storm that just swept through and the wiradica had been praying for rain yeah. for a while yeah. and all of a sudden at the tour at the end of the ceremony this massive storm comes through and we went out we danced in the storm after a while it was quite potent um we ended up leaving the following morning yeah but it was just this like this closing and this opening of okay what else is there and again all in the realm of like surrender and unknown um i don't know where i was going with that but i just like said it Okay. I'm like, I'm, I feel, I'm feeling right now. I get like buzzy, like, bzz, like, oh. Yeah, because it, it's, it lingers. That's I one go thing back. with medicines. Mm-hmm. They, they come back and they get they, a couple months down the line and all of a sudden you feel, you'll yes. feel something from it and you'll be like, whoa. What yes. The hell? yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Yes. 
It's, beautiful, so, beautiful, but beautiful. But it's all beautiful, yeah. And to close um, before your final thoughts, baby, you were saying, you know, we can't, everybody's experience is different. Well, what we can say is um, to, as much as possible, dissolve your fear of going into the unknown because the way I see it, it is in those unknown places that the new things can grow. And we're so pre-programmed with so much that clouds our vision for what's possible. You said something so beautiful before about going into dark spaces and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's a, it's a dark room, but it's a room within your own inner home, right? And you are at first scared to go into it, but then you walk in and you shine the light in and you're like, oh, it's just another room. And there's more room, right? Or you clear out the debris and it's in a space and you go into the unknown and you can refresh that space and purge out what no longer serves you from that space and grow new things, grow new things. And so, and, and, and again, I also want to say that doesn't mean, Oh, you know, let go of your fears. No, I'm still scared. I'm still scared of the future, but I also feel that I am stronger and I can walk with that fear. Mm -hmm. Um, much better than I than than before like before I was like I just am not ready for this at all or I just I just thought this is gonna be impossible but when you finally walk through it when you finally are faced at that point at that obstacle or whatever at that challenge and you begin to walk walk that path you realize this is not this is you can do it not that it's not that bad but you could do it yeah you can do it you can do it so beautifully said baby i love you love you i love us (laughs) i love you listening (laughs) yes and thank you thank you for being there um remember to rate review and subscribe subscribe. share it with a friend yeah it makes a difference in our little world and uh, if you have any questions, anything you'd like to hear, uh, our email is always there. Yeah. Shoot me an email. And until Bye. next time. See ya. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>